right, we're back at it here for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek, and we're on episode 58, Being Liked versus Being Respected. So one of the bigger problems, again, inside family farms that keeps coming up is the problems you experience inside of your relationships. Now, when I talk about relationships, I mean specifically the ones involved inside the farm operation. So you may have a dad you're working for or an uncle or a brother or a cousin, whoever it may be, there's family always involved, right? And it's no surprise, right? Working with family is extremely challenging. Like this is the thing that keeps coming up and it's just the reality that when we talk about farming and the farming industry, most family, most farms are family farms. And the struggle comes in with when, when you've got multiple people involved in the operation and there isn't a structure set into place how the operation is set up, right? So your dad may be running the operation, but you're back on the family farm helping or a farm hand, but yet there has never been a conversation there may have been a conversation but there's no strategic or no setup for how the organizational chart or the organizational structure of the farm is running now why is this a problem it's a problem because there is so many emotions that are being felt throughout the day on the farm that never get resolved now I'm talking the anger, the guilt, the frustration, the the rage, all that you feel when you are operating on a day-to-day basis, right? So it may be eight, nine, 10 o'clock in the morning um, or whenever, but let's say for an example, you guys are hauling grain, all right? You got a couple trucks running, you've got sweeps that are running. So you're needing, right? More than one person, a couple people to help you run the day-to-day operation or to get those tasks involved. Now, what happens when your cousin or your brother or your dad doesn't show up, right? Like you're pissed, right? You said yesterday, yep, we'll be there to, to help and get things done. But all of a sudden, guess what comes up? Well, I got this appointment. I got this, you know, this came up, whatever came up or they're, they're late. They're not answering their phone. And all of a sudden now, all of the plans that were set for the day get ruined. And it's not like there's going to be things that come up, but when it's a continual pattern, what begins to happen? You don't begin to trust one another. And when you don't trust, the anger and the rage come up because the operation isn't running as smoothly as you know, and there's always one or two people who are committed and dedicated. And if you're listening to this, then this is you. Like, let's cut cut right to it. If you're listening to this podcast, you are one of the head runners inside your operation. Why? Because you are focused and you're focusing on how to better yourself, but also better the farm operation. Now, those people that are on your operation who aren't showing up, they're either your brother, your cousin, whoever, you know, could even be your dad, but they aren't taking responsibility for themselves. And when they don't take responsibility for themselves, that pressure and those that responsibility automatically gets put on your plate. So not only do you have to deal with yourself, but you're having to deal with everybody 
else. Right. And what, what I mean by that is like their, their time management, their, their accountability, all of that gets put onto you. And that's frustrating. It's frustrating because at one point in time, they promised you and they used words to make their commitment to you, but broke it. Now, this puts you in a place because in the family farm, you most likely don't have extra help available or you feel guilty for saying something. You may even say something and collide, but nothing changes. So the pattern continues over and over and over again, right? Inside our farm farm operation, it's not that nobody would show up. It was, it's that... <laughs> It feels like there's three people kind of going their own way. And at the end of the day, nobody truly like has respect for one another. Right? Because like there's no communication as to, hey, this is what I'm doing. It doesn't feel like you have your own thing. It's kind of one enmeshed group where there's emotions and there's things that need to be discussed that aren't being discussed. And your dad, for an example, you may bring these things up, but nothing ever changes or he dismisses that a conversation needs to happen. I'm going to tell you what and why this is a problem, but what needs to happen to change this because of the cost that is going to have over your life for a long time. And this is something that I'm going to be colliding with inside the egg industry is because of the cost that this has inside of not only your personal life, but inside your family farm long term. And this is where we're blending in the concept of being liked versus being respected. And as an individual, this took me a long time to get over the fact of needing and wanting to be liked versus being respected. And what that difference means is to be liked is to have people around you who like and who appreciate there's like an appreciation as to what you offer to them so they like you right so if you're really kind you're a really good person to everybody you don't speak up for anything and you kind of go with the flow most people are going to like you you're going to be liked respected is when people look at you in a way and there's a sense of almost honor integrity that they know they can't get away with everything around you, that you're going to call out the bullshit and you're going to stand firm. Most family farms though, and most people are operating in a way where they need to be liked. And this stems because there's internal stories. There's an internal dialogue that you are operating in a way that is trying to receive this likeness and trying to receive a sense of appreciation versus Standing firm in your values and standing in that integrity against those who you are operating against or who's against you. Like imagine yourself holding a shield and that shield is defending all the bullcrap, all the emotions, all the negativity from those you walk and encounter with. And why is this so important? It's important because if you ever want to move forward inside your farm operation and have this thing truly last for generations to come, you're going to have to man the hell up and put on this shield, this helmet, and literally go to war. Literally go to war. 
you see most family farm operations, they we still operate in this way where we're so afraid of saying things that we know need to be said, that we sacrifice love, we sacrifice energy, we sacrifice time because of what we are afraid of on the other side of those really hard conversations. Because here's the hard truth, my friend. Those people who you know are abusing your operation, who are abusing you for energy, for money, for whatever that may be, the moment you call them out on their bullshit and the moment you take a stand, be prepared for an attack. These are what we call life's victims. And what this means is that they themselves can't handle the accountability and they don't hold themselves accountable because nobody has ever stood up to them and had them face their accountability. Right? They themselves are wanting to be like, that's why you're struggling right now is because you can't see, you just haven't been shown a different way of thinking to operate that's going to protect yourself, but also protect what you're building. And this is a really difficult thing because there's going to be moments, there's going to be times when you are going to be attacked from all sides around you, family, friends, uh, community, like there will get to a point where those around you, because of your finally stepping and standing firm inside of the truth, people hate truth. And that's why those who want to be liked are living inside of lies themselves because they know, they know what the facts are. They know what the truth is, but they know also when they do step inside of truth against another person, there's going to be a collision. That's why my friend, you need the weapons and the shield and the helmet and the sword to divide with the truth. And this is an operating system. This is a way of thinking. This is a way of becoming. This is a permanency, not just a way of getting what you wanted, a false sense of power. No, this is a way you stand firm on a day-to-day basis, not only inside of your business, but inside of your relationships, inside of your marriage, inside of your community. This is a way of being. You're going to piss people off. But if you're willing to collide, if you're willing to actually stand for something, and if you're willing to narrow your circle and have a sense of values and go out into the world and know that by dividing, there's going to be clarity, there's going to be perspective, there's going to be people who will respect you. They may not like you, but they'll respect you because you stand firm for something. This is the hard truth in today. Like in today's environment, in today's culture, nobody's willing to stand up because of the feedback, the pushback, what people are going to talk crap about you. They 100% were. The Facebook ads that are running right now for Farmer on Fire, the the keyboard warriors, the things I have to say, calling you all of the, the crap you see there on the comments. It's because somebody is standing against what they believe in and they have to think differently. Not saying that I'm right, not saying the message is right. It's that your mind is now being 
forced to think uncomfortably and you're having to think differently and it's going against 30, 40, 50 years of programming and your mind is now beginning to enter into a new space that you've never been into before and you are going to hate it. you're not going against the norm. You're going against what is now informing your mind and you're having to walk forward in a path of truth. That means a new belief system. That means different feelings. That means not being a victim. That means taking action. That means doing things you don't want to do. It may be quitting a job. It may be confronting your dad. It may be starting a new business, whatever that looks like. It's going to be different for each person. But the whole point of this is to get you to think and operate differently. Challenge the system. Challenge the way you think. Inform your mind of better ideas, of different perspectives, and to stand firm, to know what is right. Have the value system. Have have a way of thinking where at the end of the day, you're not operating in a way to be liked, but in a way to be respected. And that's the community of, of people that are, are coming to Farmer on Fire is because of they know that they need to stand firm. They've just never been shown or had a way of, of other people who are also doing that same thing. Because here's the facts. When you're under attack and you don't have anybody on your side, how easy is it to fall to the enemy or fall into at what the way everybody else is thinking and to just stay the way you've always been because it's comfortable. The first argument or collision you have, you're like, well, screw this. You know, this isn't comfortable. You know, the one collision you have with your dad and he said, you know, things are going to change, but then they never do change. And you know, you have to recollide with them, but you're like, man, well, this is going to require me to, you know, have a, put in the effort and to, to uh, collide. Yeah. hundred percent. This takes time, but it also is to help you see the reason that you are needing to collide, the reason you are needing to stand firm, the reason that you are needing to go against what everybody else is doing is because what it is costing you. And until you understand what the cost is, you're never going to stand firm. For most of you, the cost is going to be a marriage that is at best, maybe a three or a four family who is not getting to spend time with the real you, a family that isn't able to take the vacations, that isn't able to spend time with you, uh, where you as the man aren't able to do the things that you want to do, not the real you, because the mask you have to put on is the mask that is needed to help push your operation forward. And you are going to be miserable until you stand firm. I'll never forget it was 2018 or 2019 when I realized that, you know, I was back on the farm, back working with my dad. Uh, Brother was also involved. I had a couple hundred acres at that time. But just realizing and understanding the situation that I was in, like it hit me that fall. It hit me realizing that, like, there really is no way right now for me to be truly successful, but also live a life that you have ownership of, right? It always feels like you're underneath somebody. And not to say that's a bad thing. If you have a dad or an uncle who 
who ha has a respect and appreciation for you, this is completely different. But most family farms are not like this, where there's no clear separation, there's no good communication, and you feel like you are stuck. You feel like you are dead on the inside. Because the facts are, my friend, is you are. There's many people who are in their 50s and their 60s right now back on the family farm. But they died at 20, 22, 23, 24, 25 when they signed up for their family farm. They never lived the life they wanted. They never took a stand. They never did the things they wanted to. Like, this is the hard truth. This is the hard truth. And the consequences, your family is the first one who's going to have the cost and the consequences. So this message is, is getting long, but this is, this is just the importance of where we're headed here and what I feel is the message needing to be spoken to for farmers and ranchers. And I want to wrap it up with the story of the farm that I bought back in 2015 and his backstory and some of the things he shared with me. And it, I remember hearing this and I just thought to myself is why, like, why would this happen? And so, so for, to, to tell this story and to give you the perspective is this, uh, the family farm that I took over was a farm operation that had been in the family since like the 1860s, 1870s, just when the railroad was coming. Right. So this family had been passed on from generation to generation to generation. Now this guy who is, when he sold his farm to me, he was about 80, 81. And I remember him having a conversation is he was telling me, is that he truly never wanted to come back on the farm. He truly did not. So what he did is he took his dad's farm operation over because his dad wanted and told his sons, hey, the only, like, you guys need to come back to this farm. You have to. So you have a man who is not wanting to farm, but yet the guilt and the shame of not, of upsetting his father, caused this 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 man to come back take the operation over but struggle for 50 years why because his true passion his heart was not serving the farm operation was not serving him his family he they lost part of the farm they lost some of it because they didn't find true passion in what they were doing they felt like they needed to though so imagine waking up every single day but not being on mission, being on point where the farm struggled for so many years because the man struggled himself. The man struggled himself. He told me what he wanted to do. He wanted to be a, 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 a guy that was involved in the railroad and, and being a part of that. And so what happened, and here's the crazy thing. Okay. So this man never ended up having any kids, never, you know, got married, but never had any kids. And one day what happened, they ended up selling the farm anyway. Because what happens, and this goes back to like Yellowstone, is you think about what John Dutton goes through, what he went through inside that story, all the people he fought with. I understand fighting the fight. But when the cost is literally losing everything or losing family, losing yourselves in that process, is it worth it at the end of the day? Is it truly worth to sell your soul, to sell out when one day 
everything's going to be sold out regardless. There's family farms that I know where the the father is so invested in the family farm operation that he literally neglects his family. And so this father will work 50, 60 years, have all this land, have all this machinery, all this equipment. Nobody wants to come back to the family farm because he was an asshole. He was miserable. He wasn't involved with the kids. What is going to happen when that father dies? You guys know exactly what happens. The day after that funeral, there is a for sale sign on his ground. Like, what is the point? What is the point when you sacrifice everything for the farm, but yet never bleed into your kids? Like, this is the question and the grain that we're going against is, is asking the reason as to helping. What is your why? Because if your why is money, if it's pride, if it's to pat yourself on the back, you are going to lose it all one day. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Because when you are operating from pride, from greed, from selfishness, from envy, saying, oh, I've got to have the best, you literally are operating in a way that every single day you are focused on that kind of emotion. You're chasing an emotion. You're chasing an emotion. And what gets left behind is the people who love you and need you the most, which is your family. And they will hate you. They may not say it, but the truth is, is that they will hate you. Consider what it looks like to bleed into your family and also understand that that is the reason, that is the why for what you are doing. Because you are pushing your family away to get something that you are only going to have for a short amount of period of time. This is why people who have five, six, seven hundred acres and can cash flow and don't have a lot of debt, have a lot of stress, are some of the happiest people and their family is some of the happiest people that you will ever meet. Why are you chasing thousands of acres? Why are you chasing the newest equipment? Why are you chasing this? When what gets left behind is your family. I'm not saying you can't have a profitable business. I'm not saying you can't have a business structure set up to where you do have thousands of acres. You have a team. You have people involved. But for this to be something that gets passed on from generation to generation, you're going to have to consider how this is affecting your family. Because they will not want to come back to what you have built. And you are going to lose it. And then you are going to be in a life of full regret, of pain, of misery, of suffering. And you will literally sit there on your deathbed full of regret with a family that hated you. Literally hated you. That's the hard truth. Because you were so focused on your time here on this earth to get more ground, more acres, more land, more so you could have a false sense of power. Stop that. You need to consider what this is doing to your family. You're pushing everybody away. This is going to hurt and this is going to sting for a lot of you. But when you identify and realize what you are operating for, and you get on mission and on point, then you get your family on point. Then build your business. Then focus on that. Focus on the profits. Focus on the organizational chart so you have some time with your family. 
but there has to be a collision and that's what this whole movement and what we're talking about is for is to stop to get you where you're at to recap recalibrate notice and recognize call you out on your bad patterns and behaviors so you can think differently why you are doing it why you are building this so you can begin to walk a path of truth not of lies and one that is going to last you for generational generational legacy literally because you are now leaving something inside your family Instead of leaving them a balance sheet full of shit, they could give give a shit less about that quarter of ground, that tractor that you bought in 2012 when prices were $7. They could give a crap less. What they do care about is how you made them feel, is how you... you you brought them into the operation, how you gave them a sense of independence, how you gave them a sense of purpose. That's what it's about. That's what a family farm needs to be about. Everything else is temporary. And I want you to consider that. The time, the land, the acres, all this is temporary. You are not going to take this with you. So my question is, what are you going to leave in those behind you? What are you going to leave in your kids? What are you going to leave in your legacy? Are you going to leave something behind of greed, of wealth? And by wealth, I mean that wealth was built off of your need to be greedy or your envy of trying to be as good as your neighbor or pride to prove to everybody else that you are quote unquote better than them. Consider that that is what you're going to leave in your kids. And that one day they're going to make some really poor decisions because they're not thinking straight. They're thinking out of pride and greed. They will make some decisions that they will never be able to make up for financially in all of your years of work your hundreds could be hundreds of years could be 200 who knows like for this this family the farm that i took over the 1870s and almost lost it because of the emotions and the mission that they were not on it wasn't a mission to build the farm. It was a mission it was a mission that was left in them that they never wanted, but were forced into. Just like you bringing your kids back, forcing them into it. And I get it. This isn't to beat you up at all. It's to help awaken you, to get you to see what and why you were doing this, but to help you walk this path because there is things about your mind that you have to think differently about. And consider what it's doing because you aren't aware of what it is doing to your family. That's the hard truth. And so if it's absorbing, if you feel some of this in your heart, be considered that you are being searched right now. That there's something inside of you that is beginning this to recognize and can see the patterns and the behaviors, the destructive behaviors and how it has affected your family and that you are on this path of searching 
for something different, to search for the truth, to search for a different operating system. Because once you get in the truth and you seek it, you're, you, you are in this process of being investigated. You can then make changes. Nobody's going to do this for you. I can't fix you. But what you do have is the opportunity to be searched. And once you go this process and you have, you, you are exposed to the truths, you are exposed to the tools, you get, you get the reps in and you start making changes and you see why you are here, the reason you're doing it. Then you step into true production, which is the next phase we get into is once you truly step into who you are as a person, you've uncovered your identity, you've uncovered your why, your mission, your purpose, then it's just a matter of time. Production happens automatically because you're going to think differently on a day-to-day basis. You're going to think about your operation differently. You're going to seek opportunities. You're going to trust yourself. You're going to have confidence in yourself. You're going to have certainty. And then it's a matter of time before profits happen. Then we get into tracking numbers, tracking profitability, tracking, having systems in place, having a, a way of of looking at your business. It's only a matter of time then before you're focused on the protection, protecting what you've what you've built. Having legal documents, having LLCs, having your organizational system and protection set up to where you're now focused on taxes, you can focus on that because now now you have a operating system and you have a way of being. That's why if you go right into people struggle with business is because a lot of times they don't even know why they go into business. They go into business because they just want to build a business. They want to have money. They want to have all these things. That's great. That's going to get you so far, but there's going to come struggles. There's going to come a point when you are going to fail because of why you are doing why you are doing it. For most of us, it's greed. It's envy. It's pride. You want to prove yourself to everybody else. And not in a good way. It's to make yourself and put yourself on a pedestal. So, my friend, I hope this was an introduction to an exposure. And going back to being liked versus being respected. This is what it's about. It's about truth. It's about progress. It's about change. It's about being investigated. It's about moving through this phase. And once you get through this, once you are on your why, your mission, why you are here, why you're here on this earth, because you're only here for a certain amount of time. And if you're here to collect ground, if you're here to collect money, if you're here to collect a status, my friend, I would consider. I'd can reconsider. That truly isn't what you need to be searching for. To consider a different route. One that's going to be difficult. One that's going to require you to change. One that's going to require you to think differently. One that's going to require you to put your ego aside. One that's going to require you to put your pride aside, one that's going to require you to have some humility. 
but consider the long-term impact this is going to have. So we went really long on this episode, but I hope you could feel the shift in the energy in where we're headed, where this is going, and ultimately what this calls you to do. The call to action, the acceptance, answering the call, answering the movement. It's a decision. It's a choice. So we're going to wrap this up. We're going to going to end this episode. And what I'm going to leave you with is just asking you again, what is what are you here for? What is this calling you to do? So we're going to wrap this up. We'll talk to you all on Wednesday's episode and we'll talk to you all then.